everyone, and welcome to Kick the Cool, and a giant sea of cool podcasts. You found the one that kicks the cool to the curb every single time, and it's a great place to be. I am your big little brother, Tone. And I am your little, little brother, Wopsle. And I'm your big sister, Shishi. And this is the podcast that gives you the reviews you didn't know you needed. What's up, my nerds? What's up? What is up? What's up? What's up, guys? Hi. Guys, check this out. I bit my tongue. Again? No. Oh, yes. Yes, again. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly biting it because I did it once, and now it's out of control. I'm sorry. That's the bad part with, bi- with biting a mouth-adjacent thing is that then you keep on biting it over and over and over. I was trying to eat something with my bitten tongue, and I then bit my lip. So now I have a tongue (laughs) problem and a lip problem. And when I talk, it kind of sounds like this. I kind of like this. Okay. Okay, now that's an improvement for the podcast. That is... Hello, everyone. This is me, and it's kind of like that. Nice. Listen, every podcast has this smooth-talking voice that sounds good. It's, like, pleasant to your ears. And we could be the one that does something different. Yeah, just roll with oh, it, man. you mean like the opposite? It has like yeah. this Daffy Duck kind of sounding character. It could be like maybe we could just, uh, you know, the the smooth voice is not in right now. You got to go with the That's grating, right. annoying voice. That will get That's the right. listeners flocking to us. Are you are you saying that my voice is annoying? <laughs> not at all. Yeah, no. No. Oh. Mm. You guys are both saying that. <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. I have to over-enunciate and move slowly when I'm talking because if I don't, I'm going to trip up on my tongue. It's going to sound like this. So I just want everyone to be ready. If you bite your tongue on air, you have to leave it in because that's comedy gold right there. (laughs) Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah. He hurt himself. Yeah. 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 Slapstick is the highest form of comedy. People getting hurt is pretty universally funny. I'm already telling you there will be a time in this podcast where you hear me start talking and then I'm going to go, ow, ow, ow. (laughs) That's going to happen, guys. And then we will laugh. (laughs) Yes. And then that's that's your cue. (laughs) Have you ever bitten anything? Like, have you ever... And it's weird because like, and then I have to podcast. And so I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Had to podcast with a gigantic pro- tongue problem. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever bitten your tongue and then had to speak or anything like that? Not that I recall. No, I'm no. not much of a tongue biter. I, I bite my cheek a lot, <laughs> though. Just like a lot, lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said that like it was a preference. I'm not really right. a tongue biter. I prefer to bite my cheek. <laughs> yeah. I don't go that route. It's like us cheek biters tend to look down upon the tongue biters. That's uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no. So what about cheek- the lip biters? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's even lower on the totem pole. Well, unless it's like in that come hither style. Oh, come hither lip biting. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Is then, that what you did? I would love to. I would love to see someone do a come hither bite and then accidentally go down too hard and be like, oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Tone, I wonder if you can do a come hither bite of your tongue instead. Like, is there like a playful, if I had a like provocative way? Every time. <laughs> every time I've been at the. Yes, there is. 
Every time I've been at the Golden Corral and someone comes over and be like, hey, I noticed you uh, bit your tongue. <laughs> Couldn't help but notice. This has gone in a weird direction. <laughs> right? Now I'm, I, I, and I hope that everyone on this podcast is doing this, but I'm now occasionally sticking my tongue straight out and then putting my teeth on it. Okay, that brings to mind when we were in grade school and they would tell you to stick out your tongue and say, my mama has a big purse. Oh, um, yeah, or hold your tongue. Hold, yeah. hold your tongue and yeah. say that is what we used to say. I forgot about that. That's <laughs> been a never while. never gets old. It's pretty good stuff. Every time someone would say the word purse, I would say, hold your tongue and say that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would, and I would <laughs> Oh, you said bad words. People never saw it coming. Like, yeah, of course. It's a normal thing to ask me to hold my tongue and say this thing. My mom has a big purse. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. You have a big purse. <laughs> so gravelly. There's so many little bitty rocks. <laughs> oh, that's that is what you're hearing is the little particles of my tongue that are flailing around. The little strings and particles oh. of tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I know it's gross, guys. It's bad. So basically you shredded your tongue and now you're podcasting. That is dedication. Thank you very much. Uh, You know what I think we should do, though, is let's help people. Okay. I can't be helped. There is no help for my tongue. (laughs) You're beyond the point of helping, but our listeners are not. But my goodness, we can help other people right now. So let's help some people. Let's get going. Wopsle, talk to me, man. What is your review today? Well, as Everyone knows our first review is always a listener-suggested review topic, just like last week with Eric's topic. Oh, yeah. Um, it was clutch, and everyone is wiser now because of that topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. This week we have uh, – it's another topic that we had in the tank from last year. We actually did get a few for this season, but we're going to we're gonna still you know take some of those season ones out of the freezer and thaw them out. This one is from our listener named Amy. And she's she has some suggestions. Oh. <laughs> and the one that we're going to go with today, she asked us to review water towers. Right. And, man, I don't know what to say about these water towers. <laughs> but I think. I know. I think. I'm already feeling that. I do think that no. it will help so many people. So if she, we can just but it's mine not it, funny. if we can mine it for the wisdom in the topic, we are going to help so many people. But the first thing that go, comes to mind is climbing the water towers. Yes. Right. Oh wait, are we doing water towers? Is it official? We're that's what we're reviewing. We're reviewing water towers. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so climbing water towers. Yeah, I I grew up to believe that water towers were just structures meant to uh, be spray painted on. <laughs> you know, it was kind of the place like to really project bad words over the town. That's all that I knew about yes, our water yes. tower growing up in Prague. Like a lighthouse, <laughs> like a lighthouse, <laughs> like a but instead of a light, <laughs> a profanity house. <laughs> <laughs> So, she is that what you were thinking when you were talking about climbing them? What What are you thinking about when you climb a water tower? I was thinking about... Well, I have a certain story in mind that I bet she, she is also thinking of. Sorry to interrupt, but... Go ahead and tell that story. Are you sure? Oh, no. Let's you, hear it. You, 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 you I don't have it. a story. I just have a feeling. So, go ahead. Tell your story. Oh, okay. Well, 
One day, uh, we actually, when we lived in uh, on Ayers Avenue in Prank, Oklahoma, we're gonna we actually down to l- Ayers, Ayers Avenue, Avenue. <laughs> and then we'll take it high up. <laughs> oh no! Oh, he's no. not happy about it. No, oh no! no. <laughs> he's <laughs> not Electric Avenue. <laughs> oh no! We lived right next to a water tower. Well, not right now, but pretty close. We could, you could see it from the house. And uh, one night, so it was night, and I believe there was like some dew on the ground. And our cousins came over. Now our cousins are known for being pretty rowdy. Shout out, cousins! Hello, cousins! We love you. And I specifically remember Sammy and Joe. And Joe, sorry, Al. <laughs> Sorry, bit my tongue. <laughs> I specifically remember Sammy and Joe being there, and Sammy had a broken arm in a cast. Oh yeah. And oh, Sammy yeah. and Joe decided we're going to climb this water tower, and Sammy did climb it with a broken arm in a cast. Climbed all the way to the top. <laughs> what a crazy mofo! <laughs> They were just such a a constant source of uh, adventure, weren't they, growing up? Oh, man. I don't think I was there for that, though. I think I heard about it afterwards. Do you remember me being there? I I just remember a lot of there was a lot of us kids there. So I thought that I assumed you were there. Maybe maybe I was and not paying attention. That's also possible. Cynthia and I might have been off somewhere. Well, whenever someone's climbing a water tower and they're like 70 feet in the air with a broken arm, and so they're doing the whole thing with one arm, you tend to pay a little bit more attention. You know attention, what? So I you bet saying you that brought that feeling of fear to me. I think I was there because I think... We were scared to we death. We were scared to death. Yeah. I couldn't remember if I was if I just heard the story, but now I feel that emotion and I think that that is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. were always the wimpier side of the family, but also got drug along to these yes. adventures that yeah. we kind of regretted once we were in the middle of, but yeah. had to keep going. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sherry, did you ever make it to the top of that water tower? Did you ever climb it? I did not. I, I think that one time I actually tried to climb it was it was kind of way too windy and I weighed about 90 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so I I was just like, no, I was about to get blown off of there. But, you know, that's common. I think that it probably was would have gotten windier and windier the higher I got. So I don't think it would ever have been still. Yeah. So, no, I chickened out. Is that what you, you wanted to hear? I chickened out. Well, no, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> proud of you for chickening out. <laughs> yeah, I made it about halfway up one time. And I did this a lot back in, back in, in the old school preg days. Like a vaguely white car drove by, and I was like, "It's the cops! It's the popo!" And so I was certain I was going to get arrested and thrown in the slammer. So I climbed down so fast, and it was it was just our neighbor, you know, it was just someone down the street, right? um, It was actually like a truck or a van, like you said, yeah. Mr. Graff and his city of Frank truck driving down by our neighborhood. Well, have you guys been back there in recent years? It seems like every water tower of that type, which was it had the 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 four legs uh, going up to a big bowl, a ball, you know, at the top. So it was it was one of those kinds. But now when I see those kind around, they have big fences around them. 
mm-hmm. probably for that reason. But right. I haven't seen the Prague one, so I wondered if they got in on it or if they were still letting kids jump, up, you know, climb up there and make their mark. I was gonna say, wait, do, do, what's crazy is the fact that those ever existed without those fences around them, like. <laughs> There was nothing stopping you from walking up and climbing up that tower in Prague. And you know kids think we were gonna did do? it. Yeah, and they did it all the time. Yeah. I don't think did. anybody ever died, so that's the thing. <laughs> if somebody we had all... died, they would have thrown a fence up. Yeah. But they nobody died. Right. So. As at some point they started putting fences around oil derricks and mm-hmm. you know, all these oil pumps and all these things they started putting fences around and it was it was kind of like seat belts, right? It was kind of like, yeah, that would have been a good idea a long time ago, actually. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, took us a while to get to this point in the uh, evolution right. of the safety of the bottom of the water tower. It's all about how many kids died, you know. Oh, there, there, we hit the limit. That's the cutoff <laughs> point. Fence, put a fence up. You know, we joked about water towers being like a lighthouse for, for profanity, which sometimes they are, but also, you know, in a good small town. A water tower is like a lighthouse for whatever remotely famous person had ever graced like the the grounds of that town. Like they put oh. on the water tower, right? Home of Shannon Miller. I think that was one in Edmond for a long time. Or like right, um, right. You know, there's the, the Yukon one has Garth Brooks on theirs. They used to have theirs on there for a while. Isn't it weird that we never put uh, Jim Thorpe on on the Prague water tower? That is very strange. He's famous enough to make it on a water tower. Yeah, yeah. I well, we had they... a gigantic parade about him, and put a put a plaque out there where he was raised, and we made a big deal out of it, but just not on the water tower. Especially because it does seem strange that we didn't do it because they had such a big problem with the devil. Our our mascot was the red devil, right? So they uh-huh. put that devil up on the water tower, and and people didn't <laughs> like it, right. but they left it up right. there, and they repainted and made it nice and fresh, and you know so. Apparently, sports are more important than history. I mean, That's who knew? That's right. That's who right. knew? But <laughs> I would, I will say, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the uh, the Okima, uh, Okima, Oklahoma, had two water towers that were quite similar, and one they painted hot on one and cold on the other, and that was a landmark <laughs> going down I forty for a that. long time. They finally had to take them down. But yeah, they were up like that, painted like that for a long time. I love the question of do you do you think that someone was sitting there going, "Ah, now, which one is that? (laughs) It's hot on the left or the right. I can't ever remember. Is that one? the? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Also, here's something I didn't realize that. They filled them with pumps. Like the reason they're so high in the air is for water pressure. Mm-hmm. I think in some part of my mind, I thought that it was opening up and catching the rain. I don't know. I just, it never <laughs> occurred to me that they were actually pumping water up to oh. this tank. And then it was coming, you know, it just seems counterintuitive when all this rain is falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So just open up the top of that baby. And just fill it up. That's right. And then just drink it. And it would just be great to be, yeah. Birds will be in there. <laughs> yeah. <just like>, exactly. <laughs> dust. Plenty of dust. Right. All the dust. 
<laughs> and then also when it rains, it'll overflow. Right? Like right. at some point it's gonna overflow probably. And if you're climbing and you up that puppy, go run up under there. If you're climbing up that puppy when it overflows, you better hold on. <laughs> that's hey, gonna be that's a good fun. deterrent. Right. That's right. right. Save money yeah. on fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and I think if you get down to it and you asked Amy why she wanted us to rate water towers, I think it's because that, that idea that, like you said, Sherry, it's way high up in the air and no one ever really questioned why are water towers so tall? And then you realize it's because <laughs> they pump the water up there and then the gravity is what gives us water pressure in our houses. But before I right. learned that, I never questioned why are we storing water so high in the air? What's the purpose? Up in the sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a funny thing that, that, that I should have questioned that I never did. Well, water towers, um, I don't feel like towns have them anymore, right? No new town. No, no one's making any new water towers. They're not? So mm. I don't think so. I think it's all it's all well, pumps and and bottled water. It's all it's all aquafina now. Are you, do you think that water towers are gonna go away? That's the question. Certainly not. Do you think they're a dying a dying breed? I think they are. I don't know. Just to come. Where are we going to put the name of the town? <laughs> and all of our curse words. Yeah. <laughs> How are my kids going to learn cuss words? Because I don't know where the, where the water tower is by my house. <laughs> right. Now you're going to be driving around looking for them. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, maybe if, if I if I find one, I'll post it on our social media. Maybe if you guys see one, too. Let's 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 put some towers on our social media this week to to celebrate the lighthouses of birthplaces of people and middle school cuss words <laughs> <laughs> but sounds good yeah all right well let's rate then water towers um i think we, we, we've proven that we're experts on these water towers yes um, we know indeed. quite a bit about them so shishi what do you rate water towers I will rate Water Towers one broken arm. <laughs> Sammy's broken arm. Yep. <laughs> you rate it specifically Sammy's broken arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. T Tone, what do you rate Water Towers? Oh, I'm going to rate Water Towers four drowned birds. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah. pretty bad. Let's get a drink. Gotta be honest, Tony, I was gonna do drowned birds. Oh, gotcha. No. I was like, there's no way someone else is doing drowned birds. Gotcha. Okay, well, I'm going to rate Water Towers 16 profanity lighthouses. <laughs> oh, that's the best. That's the best. Good job. Still profanity lighthouse. <laughs> All right, sounds Love good. That, that was a good topic. We uh we want to thank Amy very much for submitting that topic. Thanks, and, Amy. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Amy. So, Shishi, uh, we've helped people quite a bit. How are we going to help even more people than with water towers? Well, I thought about this a lot because I want this to be an extra helpful episode. So, I decided that the best thing I could review today is DVDs. I mean, we need to know mm -hmm. about DVDs, right? Oh, Yeah. DVDs. Yeah, that's a very good topic. Thanks for playing along. So, <laughs> <laughs> don't what don't what do you think about DVDs right off the bat? 
the first thing I think about is the gigantic bin at Walmart where there are so <laughs> many DVDs and you're like, how are there this many DVDs and how is it possible that I don't want any of them? <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. And the level of possibility compared to the level of disappointment is no it's not yes. found anywhere on earth other than that bin. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're only five dollars usually and even that's too much. Yeah, I'm looking like for a five for five kind of deal in that bin. I don't need one for five. I know. But. Yeah, you look you pick one up and you're like, I would pay three dollars for this, but not five, and you throw it back in. Yeah. <laughs> Wapsle, well, what do you think about DVDs? Man, do you remember DVD collections? Like you'd proudly display all these epic movies that you have. And um, you know, I, I don't have, in my entire life, a, a laptop or a DVD player, I don't have any way to play a DVD in my entire life right now. Wow. I, really? That's crazy. I don't have a, a computer with a disk drive. We don't have a DVD player. Not even We don't even have one unplugged and out in the garage. But yet, mm. guess what? I've got about 80 DVDs proudly displayed in my living <laughs> yeah. room, <laughs> ready to go. I just remember I just when we watched this. Watch remember <laughs> when we watched this. Now let's go stream it from Netflix. So, right. Who knew? Is this on Netflix now? Oh, we can't watch it. We, we're holding the DVD. <laughs> what are you doing today? I'm going to watch I'm going to watch some DVDs. Oh, do you have a DVD player? No, I just watched the outer artwork. I watched the <laughs> I open it up and look at the the booklet. I watch that. I spin it on my finger and let the lasers hit me in the eye. That's yeah. right. Well, uh, so I remember, uh, I mean, it's, isn't it weird to feel like, okay, we saw this, the birth of this technology. We were mostly adults when it came out. And now we have seen the death of this technology. And it's only been like, I don't know, it was out for like 15 years, 15, 20 years probably until we started moving away. Because I, I looked online and it said that the technology came out in 95, 96, which tracks because I got my first DVD from my brother, Tony, and it was Finding Nemo. Remember that? I do. Yep. And, yeah. you know, I had bought my husband at the time a DVD player because I got a really good deal. It was 40 bucks. I was so excited about it. I got him that player for Christmas, having no DVDs in the house, just expecting that we would eventually get one. <laughs> like, oh, I right, can't wait right. until I get a DVD. And then you gave me Finding Nemo for that same that at that same Christmas. And so we ended up watching Finding Nemo over and over and over and over and over and over. A and lot. Over yeah. And over. Yeah. And then we got another <laughs> DVD. <laughs> now, I gotta ask this. Is I don't, and some only a select group of people will remember this. Our younger listeners will have no idea what we're talking about, but the gigantic laser disc, the precursor mm -hmm. of the DVD, right? Yes. Was that is that a DVD kind of? It's the same technology. It's just yeah, laser disc, man. We used to we, rent those. We watched those in and biology. And now looking back, like, why was the science department of a tiny high school in Oklahoma so on board with the freshest technology immediately? It was like laser disc or yeah. bust. You and had laser discs? We did. And then all of a sudden it was like every time McGay would put one of those in the player, we were all just cracking up. Like, look at that big dumb thing. Right. <laughs> so for those who don't know, it's the size of a record album. Yes. And for yeah. those who don't know what a record album is, it's about a little bigger than a dinner plate. Right. 
Everybody still eats off of plates, right? No plates. No, nope, that's a yeah. thing of the past. Dead, <laughs> dead technology. Downloaded digitally. A food USB. <laughs> okay, let's imagine a USB, but like 160 times bigger. That was a plate. Right. Then imagine right. that's a DVD. <laughs> Which you don't know what that is either. Man, it's impossible to explain. <laughs> There's no way to explain it. You can't explain we can, it. I think, I think that we came really close to having um, gigantic USB ports in, our, in all of our computers as the next technology, right? Like, yeah. Wop, so why do you have... I mean, can you try to pinpoint why you have the DVDs? Is it because... Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, what's going on there? It, there's, there's definitely a nostalgia factor there, and I'm not sure if it's nostalgia for the actual movies or if it's nostalgia for a time when I would have watched a DVD. I don't know if it's connection right. with the technology or a mm. connection with the movies themselves. But you know, I, I just actually I just sorted them literally uh, last week. I just sorted them, so I have about forty that I'm getting rid of. I'm taking them and donating them to you know Goodwill or something, and. There was like there was an, a season, one season of Seinfeld, two seasons of The Office, uh, you know, s- some <laughs> some TV shows and stuff like that. And then I kept 40 of them. And, you know, Tone, I got to be honest. Then I'm asking myself, but why am I keeping these 40? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, don't you feel like distinguish it's... them between the 40 that didn't make the cut? And I don't have an answer That's for that. That's what I'm trying to figure I out. <laughs> I, no, I get this because I have cassette tapes still. From when I was, you know, yeah. like early 20s. And I'm never going to get rid of them. They are still there, playable, if I ever get a cassette player. A method with I which to play I can still play them. them. <laughs> yeah. So isn't, mm-hmm. it, isn't it nice to have a visual reminder of those times and the, the, the tactile feeling of sorting through the things and, you know, opening the cases and looking at the whatever, the art and stuff. That's that's a thing. I get it. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel yeah. bad about well, it, Wopsle? Don't you feel bad? No, I, I feel pretty good about it, but I just I, I I totally realized the absurdity of sorting my DVDs between a pile I'm going to keep and a pile that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> there's just, when there's just no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's there's no there's nothing that, that that makes one of these more important than the other, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I knew that DVDs were uh, really obsolete pretty much when I went to Goodwill one day and I saw at least five dedicated DVD players. They did nothing else. It was just DVD players on the shelf to be sold for $5 each. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew oh, wow. the technology was going out the window. Mm-hmm. So Five bucks for a DVD player. I know. It so makes I, me want one right now. I bought one, and guess what? It works just fine, except the disc, there's something sticky inside, and the disc <laughs> gets stuck in there. And I had I took it apart three times before I realized it was never going to stop doing that. So, right, so right. Like, you count. better love little rascals because that's in all fact, it's going to be. <laughs> yep. In fact, that's how I obtained uh, my copy of Guys and Dolls because that was in there stuck when I got it. <laughs> yeah. DVD players now come with a uh, DVD installed <laughs> and it's just that's the only thing you can play on them. It's just, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's rate this puppy. Uh, Tone, what do you rate DVDs? 40 useless discs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Wopsle, what do you rate DVDs? I rate DVDs for coffee table coasters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to have to rate DVDs five obsolete abandoned DVD players at Goodwill. <laughs> at Goodwill. Yes. That nobody yes. will now, ever buy. <laughs> will we ever see a bin of DVD players <laughs> as if it were a bin of DVD DVDs? Goodwill could have done that, I'm sure. If they collected all of them that yeah. they get, they could just have a big blowout bin sale. Five bucks a piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, that was, uh, of course, incredibly helpful. Now everyone knows about DVDs, um, and so I think it's I think it's time for us to get to our sponsor this week. Let's go to our five star review. Woo! Let's go. All right, everyone, on this week's five-star review, we are going to give a big shout-out and a lot of love to TNT Tires here on Broadway in Seminole, Oklahoma. This is the tire shop where I went just a few days ago and got a flat repair. Um, I would like to, as part of the advertisement for this TNT Tire Shop, I would like to go ahead and tell you a story. Is that okay with you guys? Please do. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Okay. So I called, I, I needed a flat fixed, and uh, Walmart does not fix flats anymore is what I understood. And so I, you know, Googled uh, what is the, the closest tire shop, and it gave me this TNT tires. And so I called, and uh, here's what happened. A man answers, <laughs> he says, a man answers and he says, tire shop. And I said, yes. Hi, do you fix flats? Yep. Okay. Awesome. How much does it cost? Sir, how much does it cost? Okay. Are you, what time do you close? <laughs> Sir, what time do you close? <laughs> Five. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess I'll be down there in a minute. Bye. Now you, you got to wonder, is five when they close or is five how much a tire costs? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I'm hoping both. <laughs> so, That's what I'm hoping yes. is it's both. Yes. Yes, he just was waiting for you to ask the follow-up <laughs> right. question so he could answer them both at the same time. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> there are four questions you must ask. To get an answer to any one of them. And I will only, I, I, this dude understood economy of words. Okay. <laughs> Unlike anyone I get there. Okay. Now this is the greatest part. I get there to the tire shop and there is a, uh, a woman behind the counter and I walk in and I say hello. And I walk up to the counter and I said, I need to get a uh, flat fixed. And she says, hold on, have a seat. And so there's a, there's a couch. And I go over and sit on the couch. There is a TV up in the corner of the room, and it is playing Mayberry RFD, and it's nice. on it's on silent. <laughs> she, she's staring at this TV as if her life depends on it. At some point, 
She doesn't inform anyone that I'm ready to get be helped. Um, at some point, she walks over into the middle of the room, continues to stare at this like it's her favorite episode of television she's ever seen. But she can't and even remember, hear. She can't even hear it. The sound is off. And she stares at it for probably a good two minutes. Then she turns and looks at me as if remembering that I'm there and goes, oh, pull it around over here. And... So she wasn't waiting on someone else, presumably. That's right. She That's right. Just taking she her was time. waiting for Andy Griffith to get she to a certain waiting. point. She had to make sure that Don Knotts was not going to do anything unexpected. Okay, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I pull it around and they fix the flat and it's all great. But the guy the whole time is like wincing and everything and hurt, you know, uh, and making faces, and I, I finally said, "Are you hurt?" And he said, "Arthritis." Oh. And uh, and I was like, "Oh, poor guy." And he had his wife do most of the tire change, and then he fixed the flat. And then while she's putting the tire back on, he says, "You got these tires from Walmart." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this guy's really getting talkative," and um, <laughs> really opening up. And, <laughs> I know. Oh, we're getting we're getting deep. And I said, yes, I did. And he said, I can save you about 80 percent next time you buy tires, which looks like it needs to be in about three months. Eighty percent. I said, 80 percent. Wow. He said, yep, 80 percent. You I'll give you the price. You take it to Walmart and you check the price. I'm telling you right now, I'll save you 80 percent. You send you come here and you send your friends here. I will get you the best price. I said, thank you. And I drove away and he sold me. He sold me. <laughs> Listen, so you're I live come... in Tulsa. I live an hour and a half away and I'm going to yeah. drive there to get tires for 80% off. TNT is where it's worth at. It. TNT <laughs> is where it's at. What he saves on words, he passes on. The save <laughs> he passes on the savings. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know this, but you're charged per word count. At the end of That's every day, right. if you own a business. <laughs> <laughs> He's passing the savings on to you. <laughs> he looked at me, he said, I also save you 80% off words. <laughs> I said, oh, I believe you. I noticed. Thanks, TNT. All right, well, that's our five-star review. Thanks, Thank TNT. you, TNT Tires. All right, guys, let's get into the final review this week. And I'm going to do my best on this, guys, but I can't promise anything because I basically have a, my tongue is a gigantic wet wash rag right now. This is if you were trying to <laughs> climb a water tower with a broken arm. With a broken arm. Yes. Yes. With a can of spray paint in your hand uh, to put the proper curse words up there. Right. Um, here's what we're going to do for my review this week. You might think they're dumb. Or maybe they're boring. There's fish that can fly and bees that are swarming. We'll tell them to you, even if they are corny. It's the crazy animal stories. That's right. It's the crazy animal stories. Crazy animal stories. Ah. Woo! Awesome. I really get into Stella, that. Without a hitch. Oh, love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I can't believe that it worked. <laughs> Good job. You flapped that tongue just the right time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is where we tell a crazy animal story, one per person. And uh, let's start with Wopsle uh, for this segment. Wopsle, what is your crazy animal story? Well, this is personally my favorite segment for two reasons. Number one, because I love the intro song so much. But also number two, I just get to really yes. like dig through some of my childhood memories about animals and figure out like right. what in the crap Ooh. was really going on. So this is going to be right. one of those. <laughs> this is oh, going to no. be one of those. Was I, was so <laughs> when I was younger, as as every parent does, they get weak at some point and they let their kids talk them into getting a hamster. Every and I time, pulled this yes, ruse on our mother. I'm assuming I was about eight to ten. Um, I think you were just starting college, she, so it was somewhere around 1990-ish, something like that. Yeah. And uh, I got two hamsters. Do you guys recall these two hamsters that I got uh, that lived together in a cage? No. I recall them, but I don't remember their names. Well, that's the biggest question I have. I have two big questions. The first big question I have with these guys is, when we started, there were two. Now, spoiler alert, there's not two for long. But when we right. started, there were two, and I don't remember the other one's name. But the one, the one that survived, his name was Eggs Over My Hammy. Yes, yes. you yes. remember this pet? Yes, yes. yes. There, there's yeah. two equally buck wild scenarios. Either ten year old Wopsle made the decision to name his hamster after a dish at Denny's called eggs over yes. my hammy which how would i have even known that i have no idea so that's pretty buck wild and then the other oh, what's option the second scenario yeah. the other <laughs> second scenario is that someone else in my family convinced me to name my hamster <laughs> after a denny's plate <laughs> uh, now i will say this i kind of could see me doing that to you well, i i I can, I can, I can definitely. <laughs> That's the funnier option, so let's go with that. Well, I, I, it it's, was just a big ruse. They're both pretty crazy, <laughs> but there's no way I came up with them myself. And I feel like at some point, mom would have stepped in and said, "Hey, let's not name your hamster that eggs over my hammy." But like, no one stepped in and kept me from it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I think that, that mom was mom loved it when we did crazy, stupid things like that, <laughs> yeah, silly things. You're right. She liked right. it. She loved how we entertained her. But I do remember this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot until you said that. But we went to Denny's when I was in college. Y'all came up there. Okay. And we went out to eat, and you saw that on the menu, and that actually was one of my favorite. I didn't eat that, but I loved seeing that on the menu because I just thought it was so funny. Uh -huh. And so we right. talked about it at the restaurant. And then the, the next thing I know, that's what you named your hamster. <laughs> okay. And no one talked me out of it. No one thought to be like, <laughs> Roscoe is a great hamster name. And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that's terrible. <laughs> catfish. I would have named him Catfish. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Did you call him eggs? Did you call him hammy? What did you call him? Did you call him eggs over my hammy every time? Well, when he was in trouble, he definitely got called the full eggs over my <laughs> hammy. Yes. Um, 
I do think I called him Hammy for short. But speaking of him getting in trouble, one day I come home from school. And this is, if you guys, I had a dog when I was five. You guys remember Brownie? And Brownie didn't make it yes. long. He got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. And so this eggs over my hammy and his friend were my second pet ever in my whole life. So I named him a weird name, but still they're my pets. And I come home from school one day and go to check. And eggs over my hammy had killed the other hamster by right. just total consumption of his head. I was going to ask yeah. you that. Yeah. And it was just that a, was the one. a body, and they <laughs> yeah. just didn't have a head anymore. And it was bloody and gory and terrible. And I'm like, eggs over yes. my hammy. How could you? And looking back, that whole scene must have been so hilarious <laughs> because of the name and the sad little whoppy. But do you guys remember Aww. eggs over my hammy eating the other one's head? No. Yes, I I do remember that. Only uh, for some reason in my mind, I thought it was the other way around. I thought he left the head, but I think I'm getting that conflated with what my cat did. So yes, <laughs> I do remember that. Um, but I think I just heard it after the fact. I think I heard about it. I wasn't yeah. there for it. And so then I just remember then uh, here I am, little Wopsle, obviously being left to make decisions that I shouldn't be in charge of already up to this point. And I remember thinking, like, how did, like, what do I do with this hamster? Does he get in trouble? Like, right. does he go to jail? Can, I don't know what to can do. Can I still be friends with him? Right. Is he going <laughs> to eat my head? I don't know the things yeah. with these hamsters. And so I also really don't know what happened with this hamster. I don't, I, I think that we let it go in the yard because I was like, well, if this, if this guy's murdering people, I don't want him in my house. Okay. Um, I, I will say this. My only recollection of any of this is that I, had a trumpet in my hand, a cornet. <laughs> what? How does this story start with this? <laughs> I know, right? This is not where you thought I was going to go. No. <laughs> and I played taps while we buried a hamster. Oh, okay. That's all I know. <laughs> you know, now that oh, you mentioned that, Tone, I, re- I think I remember riding eggs over my hammy on a matchbox. I remember that. So I think it was eggs over my hammy that when he passed, uh, so you didn't release him. You kept him until he until he died. And I played taps at his funeral. <laughs> oh, my <So> gosh. <laughs> we're, we're not a weird family at all, are we? That's so weird. That's so weird right, in all I, the ways. I have to add a little factoid <laughs> that's going to ruin your day. Because the actual name of the dish at Denny's was Moons yeah. Over My moons Hammy. Moons Over My Hammy. So right. I don't know if you called him Eggs Over My Hammy or if you called him Moons Over My Hammy and just forgot. But I think we were calling him Eggs Over My Hammy. I, I think, think so that too. we were. Yeah. Because I, I, I think I always get that mixed up. I don't live a lot of my life with certainty, but I will stake everything I own on the fact <laughs> that that hamster's name was Eggs Over My Hammy. I okay. am so I, be- I think so. Yeah, I, I think that's you. why it stuck in my because head Because the way. absurdity yeah. of it so quickly hit me <laughs> at a young age. Why did they let me do that? <laughs> do you know what, though? Now I'm really, really wondering what the other hamster's name was. Because if you named Hammy after an item on the menu, would you have named him the other one Denver Scramble? Or, right. you know, like bacon cheeseburger. What? Smothered, covered, and slathered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Denver Scramble sounds like a country singer. Old Denver. Here's one. Everyday value slam. 
<laughs> Could you have named him? That? Yeah, I don't remember his name. I actually think it was something. It was something normal. He was, you know, he was. He was Bob. He was Carlos. Yeah, something. He was Carlo Carlos. Yeah. And eggs over Miami. So I think the crazy part of that story is either that I named him Eggs Over Miami or that he ate his his uh, roommate's head off. That, I think that's the crazy part. <laughs> it's both Wassel. pretty crazy. Both pretty crazy. <laughs> So I'm still like hooked on the the eating of the head. How did that happen? Did he kill him first? Did he strangle him and then eat his head, or did he just start munching? And what? Why didn't the other one stop him? How did this yeah. happen? Did he die of natural causes? Yeah, don't eat my head, bro. <laughs> why didn't you stop him? <laughs> well, a little nibble never hurt anybody, you know. How did that happen? Well, let's move on to Shishi's crazy animal. Oh, I bit my tongue. No. Man. Okay. Let's move on to Sherry's crazy animal story. My crazy animal story is about an insect, uh, not specifically an animal, but uh, we lived out in the country and I had many small trees around my house, um, including uh, like like little like mulberry trees that size um and i also had uh, a clothesline out there and so one night i forgot to get my clothes off the line so i walk out uh just confidently across the yard there's moonlight but not a lot so i can you know i know i'm going right over there i'm gonna get that stuff and i'm gonna come in no big deal and I run into a spider web Ooh. it was one no. i know so it was it was across between trees and it was one of those orb weaver spiders don't know if you've ever seen one of those but if you put your finger and thumb together in an okay sign they're about the size of that with their legs and everything they're about the size of your o with your hand so they are okay quite sizable mm -hmm. they are terrifying right. to look at and they make these giant webs with the little squiggly in the middle so that's how you know what you're looking at Okay, so I'm like, ah, you know, ah, there's probably a spider on me. And so I brush everything off. I think I'm okay. I continue on, get my laundry down. I turn around and run straight into another one. Oh, no. Guys, <laughs> it was Fright Night out there. They were everywhere. And I couldn't see them in the dim light. And I was the oh, terrified no. to walk in any direction. Yes. They were yes. everywhere. Oh my gosh. You should have seen me. That's I so went inside scary. and I took when I finally got back inside. I mean, it took a long time to get back in because I was like looking, Tiny looking, steps. looking. Yeah. I come mm -hmm. around. Okay, so the reason I say fright night is because there's a scene in that movie. I don't know if you've ever seen this, where the main character is like turning around and trying to go through a door and he sees himself in a mirror and he gets surprised and then he turns around and he sees himself again and gets surprised and he right. just does it's that funny. over and yeah. over and it's over really again. Funny. That's what I was doing. That I was turning around. Works. There's a spider. <gasps> <laughs> Turn around. No, I can't go that way. So it was like fun house mirrors with spider webs. It was that terrifying. <laughs> I made it and back uh, in, stripped off my clothes, Made sure I had no spiders on me. Made Richard check my hair. And then I was okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you did not have a spider on you. You got so lucky. No. Well, I I think I might have had a spider on me while I was still outside. But I brushed right. it off with my hand. Like, I felt it as I was 
brushing off. So Ooh. it was on my oh, body. Man, and I, spiders are the worst. They're always coming yeah. at me in some way. I always have spiders coming at me. I don't know what that's oh. about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate it so bad. <laughs> that's, that's a good animal story. <laughs> Oh, Everybody's and they were the crazy. You, got, you just gave mm-hmm. everyone the heebie-jeebies. So well I done. was crazy. Right. I right. was the crazy everyone. animal in this story. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you had the same look on your face as the uh, the donkey had while we were chasing it <laughs> yes! down the road. Yes. The, the crazy eyes. <laughs> and those spiders were saying to each other, if she goes this way, I swear to God. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> oh that's so good okay well um so for my crazy animal story um i was about 12 years old uh 12 or 13 and we were living of course out in the country and um my uh i'm playing nintendo which at the time was the big thing in the world to do it was the the uh the the heyday of nintendo Mm -hmm. and so i'm playing nintendo which I uh, did a lot, and it always made my stepdad, Bobby, upset. He was always like, y'all kids in there just playing Nintendo all day, you know, and he didn't like it. And so (laughs) he comes and says, I'm going fishing, and I need bait. And so you and I are going to go, it's called sane. Now, sane, a sane is a type of net, and uh, and you sane for bait. And so that is where you drag a a net across a a pond or something like that. And I just bit my tongue. And you you drag a a net across the bottom of a pond and you pull up like little fish and little things that you can use as fishing bait. So he said, you're going to come with me right now. We're going to get in this nasty pond that we had built that was all uh, disgusting. And he said, you're going to help me sane for bait, and then I'm going to go fishing. I call, I always call that pond Copperhead Pond, because every single time I looked in there, there were like seven or eight copperheads just swimming, looking, <laughs> waiting, ready to pounce. Everyone knew, everyone knew that there were water moccasins, copperheads, whatever you yeah. want to call them, in, all up in that pond. They loved it. And <laughs> it was, uh, there was no water running in or out of the pond, so it became stagnant really bad. That's a gross pond, y'all. Yeah. So so we have this uh, this net with a piece of PVC pipe on each end. And we each have a pipe in hand. And we go into the water. And we get about about waist... Ah, my, my tongue. Um, we get about waist deep. And Bobby says, my stepdad says, saw a couple of water moccasins in here the other day. <laughs> yes Yes, he did (laughs) and i was of course very much not happy about that i said then why are we in here why are we in here and so we come up with the the other side of the pond with the net and there is no small fish there are no snails there is no bait unless you count the water moccasin snake that is oh in the gosh. net as bait. That's the only oh thing we caught. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. So he immediately 
I think he says something like multi-millions or something like I don't remember what it was. But he twists twists the snake inside the net and then grabs a stick and beats the snake to death. And I go and I think to myself, we just dodged a bullet the size of Texas. I can't believe yeah. we just, that was so close. Wow. And I start to walk back toward the house. He says, hey, hey, we didn't get any bait. <laughs> If he wasn't concerned about the two water moccasins, well, now there's one less. So right. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> and so he can, he makes me because he's the adult and I'm only 13. And he makes me go back in and we sane the bottom of that pond two more times. We see three additional water moccasins swimming in the pond and we don't catch any more, but we see three more. Well, you know they're more afraid of you than you are of them. Uh, nope. Right. <laughs> Absolutely no choice. No chance. But you know what I'm taking away from that story that you're telling me? Do you know what one of my favorite things about Bobby was? It was what? that he took me to Sane in ponds. <laughs> I really? loved it. I especially thought it was fun. When we ran into a snag and had to improvise, like when the pond got a little too deep for me because I was a little too short mm -hmm. since I was like, I don't know, 15. <laughs> and uh, and I, we had to swim while dragging the pipes. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. And man, we got crawdads. I loved getting those crawdads. Mm -hmm. That was a <laughs> highlight of my teenage years was seining ponds with with. Bobby, and if he had told me there were water moccasins in there, if he wasn't scared, I wasn't going to be scared. It was fine. Wow. Well, <laughs> we did not have the same childhood experience, no, my, uh, we didn't. my friend. I don't know. I think it's because I was dumber. I think it's because I didn't have the imagination <laughs> to, to know what would happen. Oh, that water moccasin's not going to bite me. Well, now I see, yes, it could have, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Bobby wasn't exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer either. No. So I don't know why you were putting all of your eggs in his basket because <laughs> he was a he was a beautiful man, though. He was a, an amazing person and maybe the funniest person ever to walk the earth. Mm -hmm. He was incredible. He's not with us anymore. But Bobby, our stepdad, Bobby, was amazing. Yeah. He was he was one of a kind, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite the character, for sure. Well, that's gonna be it for crazy animal stories this week. Let me try this one more time. You might think they're fun, or maybe they're boring. There's fish that can fly and bees that are swarming. We'll tell them to you. Oh, I messed it up. <laughs> so yeah. We'll tell them to you, even if they are boring. It's the crazy animal stories. That's right. It's the crazy, crazy animal, animal stories. stories. Oh, man. I almost got through it twice. I can't believe it. Was it was a good run the second time. I thought you had it. Thank you. Very Thank good. you. Well, that's going to do it for us this week, everyone. We really appreciate you spending some time with us. That's right. We would love some more listener suggestions for reviews in the future. So just like Amy sent one for this uh, episode, you could be our next star on our podcast. You can send those to us on any social media platform or uh, email us at reviews at kick.cool.
And we want to thank TNT Tires for sponsoring us this week. <laughs> also, we want to thank everyone who entered the contest to get the Kick the Cool mug uh, that was on social media. And we do have, out of all the people who entered, we do have the winner of the contest is officially Sarah Ellis. Sarah, thank you so much for participating. And thank you to everyone who participated in the giveaway. Now, uh, Sarah, just contact us on social media with your contact information and we'll get you taken care of. We also want to give a big thank you to the band Bugs for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. So please uh, go like their Facebook page and buy some of their music online. Thank you very much, Bugs, for letting us use your song. Hey, hey, what's going to happen when someone goes into TNT Tires and says, yeah, we heard about you on this podcast we listen to. <laughs> Do you think what? anybody in Seminole's listening to us? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> not even close. We've got some Shawnee connections. I bet there's some Shawnee people listening that might drive on down. Uh, mm. For 80% off, I bet you they will. They right? would. <laughs> Whoops. If you, if you swing by TNT, be sure and tell him. Kick the cool sent you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, for that 80% off deal. <laughs> All right. Well, be sure and follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Kick the Cool. We are on fire on social media lately. So just come on over and join in the fun. That's right. And uh, we really appreciate you listening to us, guys. I'm Tone. I'm Wop. I'm Shishi. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Hey, I just want everybody to know that this is the best I can do. And I really tried really hard. You'll feel bad. I don't know, baby. Last week on the podcast, you said, guys, I do not have acid reflux in my butt, so I don't know that we're controlling anything right now. (laughs) Great lines and kick the cool history. Right.